Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate Systems. The racing. The big one. The camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, everyone. Thursday night edition of the Rowdy Maglite Show. And Kyle's on the road. He'll be at the race shop here in just a few minutes. But uh, tonight, the way we're going to roll, guys, we got a we got a jam packed show tonight. Uh, from the uh, modifieds, the Wheeling modifieds winning last week at Richmond. We've got Austin Beers calling in. That's uh, at 7.05. Then we've got uh, uh, from the USAC East Coast Wingless Division and Kyle Bitt, his shop, Joey Atina, out of Atina. And then also to finish the night up, guys, at uh, 7.35, winter last weekend at Port Royal, guys. We got uh, Lucas Wolf calling in. So, good night tonight, guys. A lot, lot to talk about. Some really great guests from PA. Kyle's been bringing them on from PA. Uh, we got Austin going to be racing here pretty quick. Uh, he, he races at Mahoney Valley. We'll get to talk to him about Mahoney Valley and uh, Dino's track. Been to, been to uh, Mahoney Valley. So evidently, uh, the rain delay worked in his in in his favor. Absolutely worked in his favor. So guys, uh, big weekend coming up. Twenty first, twenty second, twenty third at Talladega Super Speedway, guys. We got the radio clip today, and. Uh, Hope my good friend, the captain, Chris Hill, gets to make it up. He's uh, kind of down in the weather. Chris, hope you get to feeling better, man. And if you got a bad heart now, whoo, Lord, Talladega weekend. <laughs> the things you go through, how funny Talladega is absolutely crazy. So, uh, guys, we're waiting on Austin Beer's. It's going to be our first winner for the night. Two winners on the night, guys. Not bad. Not bad at all. Just because I liked it. The racing. The big one. The camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. Man going to make for a great weekend free camping with a Sunday ticket gets you into the infield for the free concert they're going to have the the party the party it's the big one on the boulevard <laughs> they do some crazy stuff for for the fans there guys uh 
Actually, they bring the float down the boulevard and uh, take them off to the one little pavilion where they have all the games. But uh, it's a a really big night. That's on Saturday night. Then you have the concert, guys. So uh, we we got tickets we're going to be giving away. But you got to pay attention. Got to know your trivia for those. And we're going to probably start on that Monday, on the Monday show as far as the tickets giveaway. Free camping if you have a ticket for Sunday's race. Uh, I've seen Sunday race tickets as cheap as $50. So, uh, guys, we're going to bring on our first guest for tonight, and I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, winner last week at Richmond in the NASCAR Wheeling Modified Tour, Austin Beers. Welcome, Austin. Hi guys, how you doing? And great, Austin. Uh, rain delay kind of worked for your advantage, Austin. Uh, I don't know. Um, it was just we had a really good car, you know, all day Friday and Saturday. I don't know if it would change anything. You know, the difference between running in the daylight to darkness. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we were good either day, I think. So, Austin, uh, one of the good things, I guess, is winning is looking at the guys that helped you get there. You've been struggling, uh, and and you got the same guys for all this time, some of the same guys. What was it like crossing that that uh, start-finish line knowing that you got guys that, that volunteer and help you each week to, to do what you do? Yeah, it was really cool because, you know, it was KLM Motorsports' first tour win, and those guys have been on the tour since – 2011 and you know i joined with them two years ago at the end of 2021 and now i got them their first win and and you know they were all ecstatic they're curious flown in victory lane so it was definitely cool to get those guys that win you know they work really hard ron my crew chief fly all the guys that crew and and uh perform our pit stops they, they just uh work their tails off so it's great to get them that win Austin, uh, why modifieds? I mean, I've watched them, and, and, and I, why why did you pick modifieds to be your um, race car of choice? My dad, ran, my dad ran them when I was, you know, growing up, and I always loved them. I, I don't think there's any any more badass of a machine that you can run. Really, uh, 600 horsepower, 15 inch wide tires. It's just uh, it's a beast on wheels, and uh, you know, I, I've always loved them. What's it like racing at Mahoney Valley? Uh, it's really tight. It's really quick and it's really tight. You know, uh, you're you're almost side by side the whole race. It feels like and things happen really fast. You got to pay attention. You got to be looking ten cars ahead of you at all times. You know, because if there's if you're running like fifteenth and there's something happening in the lead, you're gonna get there quick. Um, but you know, it has some of the best racing that I've ever seen and uh, been a part of. So definitely going to be a great show on Saturday for the race of champions 75. So I've been, let's say 2019, I was at Mahoney Valley setting the crowd. I tell you, I never set with more passionate female racers fans. Uh, Austin, I mean, they really love racing at Mahoney Valley. Yeah, they do. It's a very passionate group that, uh, that goes there week in, week out. And, you know, it's, and because of the, the product that the, the racetrack puts on, and then, you know, you have a bunch of really good drivers that run there, like uh, Kyle Stroll comes to mind. He's he's a, he's a damn good racer. And, you know, I, I grew up racing him in quarter midgets. So, you know, you got a lot of a lot of good drivers there and a lot of passionate fans, to say the least. Yep. Those modifieds, uh, I know you've been down to New Smyrna, but they really beat the pavement at New Smyrna, man. I tell you, it's nothing like watching modified race there. Yeah, yeah, New Smyrna is very fast track, and you know it's it's very line dependent. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, whether you look at it as a good thing or a bad thing, they're they're repaving the track after this year, so we'll see what that plays into effect next year when we go back for the tour opener. So, so you win it at uh, Richmond, and uh, Mike LaJoy gives you a shout-out. What was that like? 
that was pretty cool. Um, I was actually hanging out with a few buddies, uh, watching the race. And then when he said it, we all just, we were all just, uh, it was just a really cool moment. You know, we all just were like, that's pretty damn cool. And, uh, you know, we're high-fiving each other. It was, it was, it was pretty special. Hi, Austin. You have Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite show. Congratulations on the victory at Richmond. Uh, you know, what, what was that feeling like for you? Um, just going out there. I know you, you had the pit stop and then, uh, you got back up there and you drove right up there like a veteran. Yeah, it felt really good. I mean, the car was just stable all race in the middle part of the, the second set of tires, the first set of tires we found, sorry. We, uh, we were a little loose in the middle and then, for that last run and Kobe got out ahead of us and you know he was leading I thought we kind of gave it up but then uh we made a really good adjustment on the last pit stop that made the car the best it was all weekend and I could just get to the center of the corner and stomp on the pedal as hard as I wanted to and it would just stick and uh you know I uh I really wanted to beat Kobe to the front after that pit stop and fortunately I did because I think if maybe I was behind him, something would have, like, uh, I could have been tight behind him. So, you know, it was, it was very, the cars are very clean air dependent sometimes. And, and, uh, you gotta get out front when you can and track position is also huge, but the car was just very stable. And, you know, uh, I, I was able to put it where I needed it to be and, and get to the lead quick. Austin, uh, race of champions modified this weekend um i, I know you thought you had to see the entry list um you know uh who you know what, what's it going to be like going back to mahoney valley speedway on saturday um running that race with the race of champions a series where you're a champion in so you know what's that going to be like when you when you when you're rolling Lee height in there saturday it's going to be awesome the place is going to be packed and you know there's a lot of great modified drivers coming to the show uh from from all over really and uh, it's going to be great racing. Uh, Mahoning puts on a great show. And, um, you know, we actually have, uh, you know, an up-and-coming talent, Andy Lewis Jr. He's going to be running um, my 19 car. I'm running uh, my dad's 9 car. And he's going to be running our 19 car on, on Saturday. You know, he, he's 14. He's about to turn 15. So we're going to give him his first ever opportunity on the modified series for the race of champions. So that's pretty cool. Austin, I I, I want to know what your dad was thinking after you won that race. I, it felt like you and I and he were just talking months ago at the EMPA convention, how well you run at Richmond and you know getting the deal done. You know what, what was going? What was that talk like with him after you won the race? Uh, you know, after the race we uh, we embraced in victory lane there, and and he said, "Great job, I'm proud of you, and uh, you know don't let off the gas. We got to, you know, we got." 17 more races on the tour this year to get more wins we we're very happy and proud of this fight we want to go out there and, and we want to be title contenders and be a frequent winner my last question for you is uh what's the rest of the season looking like for you um you know are, are you gonna be running the tour um what's what what else is on your schedule here i know you're, you'll be running saturday yep we'll, we'll be running most of the race of champions races as of now um uh, some tri-track races, and uh, maybe an open show or two uh, here or there when we can hit them. Um, right now, this is the only race I have scheduled for Mahoning, and then uh, we'll see what uh, what Evergreen schedule looks like, and we'll see if we can hit those races as well. So, uh, Austin, let's talk about those guys that stuck with you all this time. Yeah, uh, Dave and Laura DeLang, they're my ROC Race of Champions car owner. Um, unfortunately, they won't be uh, making it to Mahoney, so we're running our family car. Um, and uh, Mike Murphy and Maggie from KLM Motorsports, they, uh, they, uh, you know, they do a really great job. And, and uh, it was their first tour win, so pretty awesome to get their get their win. And let's talk about the sponsors that makes you go round there. Yeah, uh, Brembo Brakes, um, Dell Electric, Roush Yates Racing Engines. They uh, Dave, Dave does a great job with those engines. Um, Randy LaJoy from LaJoy Seating, he's, he's always been great to me, and uh, I, I feel very safe inside a race car when I'm in a LaJoy seat, which is all I'll ever drive in because uh, he, he builds a pretty damn good seat. Um, well, Dell Electric, uh, the A-Team, and Fast Track Electric Corp. I tell you, uh, 
they build, Randy LaJoy builds an, a great seat and has an awesome program that starts from the, actually from the quarter midgets, takes you right up to the cup series. Am I not correct there, Austin? Yep. Yeah, I've, that's all I've ever ran is the, is LaJoy's. I ran them in my quarter midget as well. So, uh, Austin, tell everybody where they can keep up with you this season. Beers.com. That has my upcoming events, um, all my race results and write-ups. Then I'm on Facebook at Austin Beers, Twitter at Austin Beers 19, and Instagram at Austin Beers 19. Austin, thanks a lot for spending time with us, and good luck this weekend. Look forward to having you back home, friend. Yep, thank you guys for having me. The racing, the big one, the camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the street, I'm going to finish. NASCAR weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, Kyle. It's Rowdy, we had Austin Beers on. Uh, man, what a what an awesome interview that was, Rowdy. You know, winning that tour race at uh, Richmond. Um, you know, wanted to get Austin on at, at 7:05. Very important to have him on. I'm going to see him at Mahoning in a few days. So, uh, really looking forward to seeing him. You know, catching up with him. You know, I felt like I was just talking to him at the EMPA convention a few months ago with his dad. So, um, Rowdy, we've been just killing it with guests and. Uh, Rowdy, uh, I'm actually right now, I, I apologize for being late to the show, um, but uh, I'm at the race shop of Joey Amantia. Did I say it right? Amantia. Amantia, thank you. No Joey Amantia Racing here in, in uh, Mount Pocono, Pennsylvania, and uh, he, has been, he has been nice enough for me to let me come to the race shop, and uh, we are actually going to do this interview live in the race shop, Rowdy, so I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Kyle, I, <laughs> there's no better place to do it because it's got the, it has all the seven senses right there under one roof there, Kyle. All right, Rowdy, uh, I'd like to welcome uh, Joey. Thanks for having me. Uh, coming on the Rowdy Maggie Show. Sorry, I just had a total blank on his name, That's but uh, it's okay, no though. But, uh, Rowdy, I know you and I have had that happen before, so... Uh, Joey, thanks again for coming on the Rowdy Mag Light Show. Thanks a lot for the invite tonight. No problem. Um, Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Talk a little bit about how your season's been going. I know you were racing in Florida, and uh, you're getting ready to do the PA swing here. Yeah, so we started uh, we started our season out in Florida with uh, the USAC National Series. Uh, they did a Volusia. Volusia on Monday and Tuesday, and then we were at Bubba Raceway Park Thursday through Saturday, and for me, those 410 shows, I think we're only my 6th through 11th race in the 410. And, but, you know, our team is still relatively really new. I just turned 18 years old. Uh, my crew chief, Brian Zick, uh, left Hummer Motorsports in 20, the end of 2022 to join us for the – or, I'm sorry, 21, to join us for 2022. Um, so, going into last year, neither of us had a notebook with each other, and – with our USAC East Coast stats, we won a race at Sealands Grove, ended up fourth in points after overcoming three blown engines and a bunch of other issues we had last year. So, um, anyway, back back to what we were talking about. So, leading up to Volusia, uh, with really limited 410 experience, we, we honestly had a really good week. My struggle every day consistently was time trials. Like, I would hot lap. 10th, 11th, you know, we're in the top 10 in hot laps, and time trial game, 20th, 22nd, 23rd. I, I just I just couldn't grasp uh, the time trial aspect. And I did get better as the week went on, but it kind of stayed the same. However, when we raced, that's where our team really showed promise. Like, every every single event we ran, we didn't go backwards. Like, if that be a heat race, the B main, the feature, um... And it, it was an uphill battle. I mean, uh, starting in the back of a heat race with USAC National guys, there were 26 cars every night, and 22 out of the 26 all run national weekly. 
and have won national shows. And for us to be running mid-pack and passing cars and getting to the front against those guys, I was super happy. Like the one night, uh, the second night of Volusia, or I'm sorry, the first night of Volusia started, I think 20, I think we started dead last. I think we started 22nd, was up to 14th passing for, or slide job and Logan Seavey for 13th. And we got in a slider battle and I ultimately ended up hopping the cushion, hitting the wall a little bit and fell back to, I think 18th or 19th, but still the fact that we were up there battling with those guys showed how much speed we can have. And just, it made me realize as a driver, how much I need to learn in the 410 world and the 360 stuff. It's so different. Your caliber of drivers is different. The way the cars drive is so different. So it's, it's, my goal in my career is USAC national non-wing 410 stuff. And the only way for me to get that is to race with those guys and, the more we race with those guys, the better we'll get. Like every single night in Florida, we picked up gains and got more consistent, better laps, and only ended up getting lapped uh, two out of the five nights. And honestly, the one night only because I was getting held up by another lap car that I was laughing at. That if you could believe somebody was was having that bad of a night, but uh, just uh, just super happy uh, with how our season started. Um, and just super excited for tomorrow. We're headed to Georgetown, Delaware, uh, with the USAC East Coast Series uh, for our opener. Uh, we got rained out last week at Bridgeport, so trying to get our opener in, uh, really get the regular season underway because uh, we got we got a big season planned this year. We're pretty much racing weekly from this week to the end of September. I want to say uh, we at least race one day a week. Uh, I think we have 70 shows, 70, 80 shows planned. Uh, with 360, 410, 600 micro sprint, and uh, I believe I finally convinced my crew chief to let me throw the wings back on at the end of the year, do some wing stuff, but just super excited to get everything underway. So I saw you last year run at Port Royal with the USAC East Coast Wingless Sprints. It was a great show. Uh, what's it like running up against other drivers, you know, Alex Bright, Briggs Danner? What's it like with the competition in that series? Well, it, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it was kind of – well, those guys, they, they, they know what they're doing, but for our team, like, it was kind of like we were chasing our tails there for a little bit. So, like, uh, we kind of – we had we had a lot of engine issues last year, and the engines we had weren't up to where they are now, like, uh, power-wise and drivability-wise. So, those guys, our car may not have been – or, you know, we may have had a winning car, but our engines are were just – a, a big issue for us last year. Like uh, a good example is Bridgeport Motorsports Park one night, got the lead on lap three, led eight laps of the race and just got out motored um, by Briggs and Alex. And I'm like, I, I came in that night. I'm like, Brian, I can't, I couldn't go any faster. So uh, the end of the season though, the finale at Bridgeport, uh, new engine builder, brand new 360. And we were a rocket uh, just needed Needed the end of the race to play a little better, but we did end up third. Um, but battling with Briggs and Alex has just made me such a better driver because those two guys, Alex, obviously, with the years of racing experience under his belt, uh, watching his car control is just amazing and also kind of helps having a little <laughs> – having some setup notes from his old crew chief is a, is a little bit of a a little bit of a sneaky help. But uh, and, and Briggs, would, um, when he ran with Kurt, you know, that team – it, they just – that team is 35 years in, and they know what they're doing, on, and anybody can get in that car and do good. But Briggs just really impressed everybody. And I've known Briggs since I was little. Uh, even in quarter midgets, like, we were always chasing Briggs. Then And now kind of, I kind of feel like back to the old quarter midget days of we finally have caught Briggs, and now we're beating him. Like, we beat him – we beat him on more than one occasion last year. Uh, maybe not for the win, but, you know, second, third fourth, fifth, our win at Sealands Grove, um, they had nothing for us that night. And we're not, we're no longer the fifth place car. We're now the podium car with those two. So that's, it, it's kind of nice to be done chasing and now we actually get to race. Um, and I think, I think this year with the way we've completely redone our program, uh, I think that'll, I think that'll show for all you fans out there. You and I were chatting a little bit before we had you on, uh, well, talk a little bit about the Seals Grove victory. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a half mile. It's a big, it's a wide racetrack. 
Yeah, Seals Grove, I love that place, man. I'm so disappointed we don't go there this year, but I know the whole deal they had uh, with switching ownership, I, I know they don't have a lot of money right now to, to pay out a lot of series, so I, I understand it completely. Uh, I know I th- we have some plans for next year uh, with a little bit of less USAC East Coast, I believe, depending on how this year goes. But I do know no matter what, if Sealands Grove is on the schedule, we will be there because I-, I just love that place. It's Everyone, it, I don't know, I, I know a lot of drivers are scared of it because they think it's super fast, but wingless, oh, well, it, it is super fast, but it, it races good. Like one and two always has a cushion. And three and fours always slip to the wall. It's every single race. It's consistent, and I love it. It's racy. You can throw slide jobs. You can cross guys over, run them down, pull away. Like, night at Sealands Grove, we started third, uh, got up to second, and for first six laps, chased down the leader, threw a slider on him, uh, going into three and four. He crossed him back over and lost a bunch of momentum, so I had to chase him down for a few more laps, and Caught him again, and uh, we got into a little slider battle for a lap, and then I ultimately ended out with the lead. And then from there, we had we pulled half a straightaway on him, and at that time, Briggs got the second, but we were pulling away from Briggs. Um, so I, I know our 88J JPA masonry cars have speed. Uh, just excited to just excited to show everybody this year what we got, and I hope uh, I hope we get back to Seals Grove soon. I love that place. My last question for you is. Uh, Talk a little bit about your upcoming events. You have the opener in Georgetown tomorrow. You have Williams Grove next week. So, uh, you know, how's the how's the month, the rest of your month of April looking? Yeah, we got – yeah, so obviously Georgetown tomorrow uh, at USAC East Coast. Uh, next week we're headed to the Grove, uh, also at USAC East Coast. I'm excited, excited to get back there because every time last year we were there, we had speed, like uh, the 5G race, uh, which was our biggest paying race last year uh, in memory of Bill Gallagher. Um we uh, we we were running uh, started I believe seventh or sixth and was up to third and tracked down second place and actually went went to pass him uh, and then of course caution comes out and then uh, on a restart had some squirrely things happen and ultimately ended up to me falling back and another car came in from behind me and completely cleaned both of us out uh, went out of the park. Going into turn three and ended up destroying a car, which was a shame. But before that, uh, the speed we showed was really impressive. And since since that race, I've learned a lot about my car, a lot about myself as a driver, and I've improved a lot as a driver to where I think when we go back, some of the mistakes I made last year won't happen anymore. Um, but just excited for the Grove. And then I think the final week uh, of this month, uh, we're at – Bedford Speedway and Port Royal. Uh, it's a Friday Saturday show, which which will be nice. A double header. Uh, that's the one thing I don't like too much about our series is a lot of single night racing. But I do understand it for you know most of our most of our guys in our series are regular regular guys going out to have a good time, and I, I completely respect that. Uh, just for me as my competitiveness, I want to run as many times as I can during the week, but. Uh, Excited to get back to Bedford. We've always had speed there. Uh, I think we ended up fourth last year uh, with a, actually borrowing a motor that, of course, ended up blowing blowing up at the end of it. Um, and then uh, Port Royal has been a tricky track for me. I We've had speed there, and then we haven't. Like uh, last year, the first year with me and Brian working together, uh, the first Port Royal night, we were fast in the heat race, tracked down Briggs, uh, in the heat race, uh, ended, up, ended up second. I uh, didn't have enough time to pass him. Uh, but then in the feature, I made a rookie mistake and sent it in too hard, ended up hitting a guy and spun out wrecked on lap two. Um, and then the second Port Royal night, I don't know what we were doing. We just – I think I think we, we tried something with setup and the track didn't go our way, and I think we ended up seventh, uh, which, I mean, not the worst points night, not the best. Um but looking, looking to get more speed out of this car this year at Port Royal, I think we're – me and Brian kind of ultimately agreed we're just going to set me up to bang the wall down the entire race. And he told me, he's like, don't leave the top. So uh, just excited. Excited to get back in the sprint car. It's about time. I've, uh, I've had enough of staring at them. <laughs> They're all ready to go in our shop right now. So just, uh, just super stoked to get back to the racetrack.
Hey, Joy, you got Rowdy here. Thanks for coming on tonight. Looking at this schedule, uh, Joy, I mean, you almost back-to-back and skip a night. So when, let's just say in June, when you leave for that first race at Williams Grove Speedway, that's on the second. Then your, I guess your next one will be on the ninth in Bedford. I mean, that's a lot of miles. You put a lot of miles on a vehicle in a year trying to, trying to compete with this schedule. Oh God, yeah, like that month especially, the ninth of Bedford. I I believe we run the ninth, and then we go out to Ohio the tenth and eleventh, and then we have one day to get our team ready uh, to attack Eastern Storm. That starts on the thirteenth. <laughs> And then we race five days straight. So getting into the summer months, it's definitely going to get hectic around here. Um, but luckily, I can't thank our sponsors enough uh, that, that are able to allow us to do this. Uh, JPA Masonry, uh, family-owned company of well, my family-owned company, and I can't thank my mom and dad enough, along with Amancy Real Estate, uh, Stinger Race Fuel. Uh, those guys helped us out so much uh, with with our fuel deal. These sprint cars go through so much fuel a year and like uh people don't realize it that at the end of the day you know these the fuel prices in real in life have gone up but the fuel prices in racing have really gone up uh so it's great to have an awesome sponsor like them uh smith titanium may help us out quite a bit make our cars lighter and faster and that's what you need nowadays when you got guys spending and spending and spending you need stuff to make your cars go faster because that little bit really is a little bit but it t- all added up it turns into a lot more um i'd like to also thank bruce's speed shop uh sadly bruce passed away uh last night uh but i can't thank him enough for all the help he's given us over the past year if it wasn't for bruce our uh triple x cars wouldn't be here a lot of our parts wouldn't be here a lot a lot of everything wouldn't be here so bruce we're all thinking of you uh prayers hope you got up to heaven safe and uh uh pour, pour one out with my grandfather for me um but really ev- everybody on the side of our car i just can't thank enough you it, without without them our team wouldn't be able to race as much as we do and travel as much as we do so just looking forward to get the season started <laughs> i've had about enough of this off season stuff <laughs> so uh joey one track sticks out more than others you, you got one track that you favor Oh, that's hard. I got a lot of favorites. Um, This is going to sound actually specific. So my favorite track, I think, overall is Bridgeport Motorsports Park when it's heavy. Or not even heavy. When when it just has... little bias of it um but i I just love that place that place has always actually treated us very well i don't believe i believe we have one dnf there but outside of that i haven't finished outside the top five at bridgeport so uh i I can't i can't complain too much about that still looking for our first win there but i'm pretty confident this year we have the car and the engine capability to get that first win there um so i i I believe i believe we can do it and i i just super excited to get back there in a couple weeks well, Joey, man, we appreciate you coming out. Uh, can you tell everybody where they can follow and keep up with you this season? Absolutely. You can check us out at www.joeyamantiaracing.com, uh, where you can also purchase any of our 2023 merchandise along with uh, past year's merchandise, which are currently on sale. Um, you can also follow us up, yeah, excuse me, follow us on Joey Amantia Racing's Facebook page. That's just Joey Amantia Racing. Uh, also have an Instagram, which is also Joey Amantia Racing, and uh, a Twitter, which is just Joey Amantia 88J. So thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, th- thanks for taking the time to interview me. It's uh, just super excited to get the season underway. Absolutely. Looking forward to having you back on, and thanks for inviting Kyle down. No problem. I know he's pretty excited. So also, once the phone call ends, I'll have to give him a little tour. Uh, I, I know uh, I know when he walked in here, it was like googly eyes checking out all the race cars. So I'll definitely have to, he'll have to take some pictures for you. Thanks a lot, uh, Joey. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. 
Thanks, Joey. No problem. Thanks. The racing, the big one, the camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome our next guest, Winner this weekend, past weekend at Port Royal, Lucas Wolf. Welcome, Lucas. Hi, how are you? Man, Lucas, I'm doing good. What's it feel like to be in victory lane at Port Royal? Uh, yeah, it's good, especially early in the season. Um, hard to uh, hard to get wins in, in any area or any any form of racing at the moment. So good to get uh, one early in the year, especially the track is as uh, competitive and technically difficult as Port Royal is at the moment. So a, a good moment for us, for sure. Exactly what I was thinking, uh, Lucas, is to be able to win early in the season at Port Royal is making a statement for the year. Yeah, I mean, certainly in some ways. I mean, I guess to make make some kind of a statement, you're, you're going to have to back it up and win more, which is certainly the goal, but it's just uh, it's good for team morale. Again, you, you know, you work over the off season. You have some some new ideas and uh, different stuff you try, want to try on the car that you brainstorm up uh, in the downtime. So if you can uh, kind of put some of those into application early in the season and you find them to be successful, it can do uh, do a lot of good things for you. It gives you a little bit of clarity. It gives you a little bit of confirmation on uh, on some of the ideas that you have and, and some of the the progress that you're going to make and uh, chart out moving forward for the uh, the rest of the year. So by winning uh, at Port Royal, the next event, is this right, that if you stop by your hauler or your uh, merchandise trailer, you receive a 16-ounce free PBR beer? Yep, I think they've got a bit of a promotion uh, going on on Saturday uh, afternoon before the events at Port Royal this week. Or, uh, you can stop by if you're legal age and uh, pick up a uh, a free tall boy. I got introduced back to PBR when I went up to Michigan to the race up there about 12 years ago. And in my refrigerator freezer, when I drank a beer, it's going to be a PBR and I put a slide, you know how some folks with a dosaki or the Coronas put a lime, I put a slice of uh, mandolin orange. And I, something you need to try because it really changes the, the the outlook of that beer. But to see that uh, PBR on that number five, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, they've been, uh, been a great partner and uh, hopefully continue for in the future and uh, the promotions like this are, are a lot of hard work by the uh, uh, so the guys involved at the the Orange Crate Brewing Company and Bar. Um, of course, we we try to do some unique things over time, so this seems to be uh, both timely and appropriate. And hopefully, it's uh, it's a popular item, and hopefully, we continue to run well and are able to uh, to have more of these. Uh, Luke, what's it like? To, you've done some racing overseas in Australia. What's the racing like over there? compared to what we've got here? Uh, well, basically, the racing itself is the same. I mean, the cars are the identical, the, the you know, the uh, a lot of similarities. I, I guess you'd say the style of tracks are different. Um, some of them are pretty flat. Uh, a lot of them are on the smaller side compared to what we have, you know, especially the, the average size of tracks here in the Northeast. Uh, a lot of the Australian tracks are, are smaller and tighter, but usually pretty racy, pretty competitive. They have a good field of cars at big events. The, the typical time frame when I've gone over is either is just after Christmas uh, through the end of January. So that would be the, the height of their summer. And uh, similar to here, if you'd pick the, uh, the, the busiest uh, five or six weeks out of the summer, the, the events, they're big events. They're well attended. They do a very good job of promotion there. It's um, it, it kind of has a little bit more of a mainstream kind of feel. The the local racing does, uh, which is all, all good things. But I've had an opportunity to go there on multiple occasions. I, I've enjoyed it. 
I've enjoyed the experience I had there. Met a lot of uh, really cool people. A lot of uh, you see a lot of Australians that uh, come over here in our summer. They they go on a bit of a of a vacation break, so you see a lot of the same faces, uh, kind of no matter what side of the world you're on. So that's one one unique thing about it, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good times for sure. Um. What was it like? I mean, your dad was a racer, isn't that right, Lucas? That's yeah, that's correct. So, what's it like racing against some of these guys that when you were smaller, and before you started racing, and now you're racing against them? What's it like? Yeah, well, there was a lot of guys when I first started, which is a fair while ago now. Um, I, I would have raced against a lot of the uh, the, the, the big names that were uh, kind of pillars of the area for for many many years. So that would have been uh, quite a few guys that would have overlapped from from the time of uh, when my dad raced and now uh, into me. And uh, still still a few of them going. Still um, a couple more are still involved in uh, other forms, either kind of owning mechanics. Uh, those types of things. It's hard to uh, it's hard to get away completely, even when your when your driving days are done. It's not uh, not an easy thing to escape. So I did get to uh, to race uh, with a lot of different people. Some of the time traveling, I got to race with all of the a lot of the the big names, historic guys that you would have grown up racing and looking up to. So those are all good experiences. Hi, Lucas. You have Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite Show, and congratulations on the victory. Uh, first question for you is, uh, what's it like being in the PA Posse? What's that like, and, you know, what's it like going up against the Outlaws and the All-Stars and all the Invaders? Uh, yeah, well, the the area is, is, is well-regarded and, and, and well-known. There, there's a, it's a strong contingent of, of car owners, uh, drivers, uh, a lot of people over the year have come to the area. Uh, one one reason for it to be successful, I think, is we have a lot of uh, venues that are capable of holding spring car races and certainly regularly do. Um, we we pretty much start before almost anybody else, and, and our season extends longer than almost anybody else. So we, we have a, a wide opportunity of, of racing around here, which certainly contributed heavily to the uh, to, to all kind of the lore and um, history of the whole area. Uh, you know, when when you're racing, it's kind of uh, it's kind of straightforward. It really doesn't much matter where where any individuals from or or what group they're with. I mean, that stuff kind of gets uh, drummed up in, in a big way when it comes to the the event. Uh, certainly, especially the the outlaw events that come to Williams Grove. And it's a it's a good dynamic. There, there's always a, an us versus them kind of vibe throughout the uh, the area, which I think probably adds to it, uh, makes it a, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more of a competitive edge everywhere. So I, I think it's overall a good thing. Uh, again, for me, it was just good fortune that I, I've, it's a, it's a local area for me. It's home. So I had the opportunity to, to run a lot of races and always have over a lot of the years that I've, I've been racing. So I have experienced a few different areas and done some different traveling and a few different, uh, things that way, but, it's good to have the ability to do it uh, close to home and, and relatively in a, a lot more convenience than going up and down the road all the time. Lucas, what were track conditions like at Port Royal Saturday? Uh, did the start time get moved up from 4 to 1 o'clock? Um, did that have a, a, an effect at all with the track? And I know sometimes, uh, you know, maybe it's faster at night or it's faster during the day. I mean, did you notice a difference at all with the earlier start time? Uh, yeah, well, and as much as anything, it was uh, it was really sunny and uh, quite windy uh, throughout most of the day. They had moved up to to beat the the higher winds and the chance of rain later on. So they did a a good job and ran a pretty efficient show. Uh, we all kind of got in there and got got it uh, got the show accomplished and um, all of that uh, takes some some good planning and preparation. But uh, Port Royal kind of has a unique style to it at the moment. It's kind of um, uh, harder, slicker, you, you get uh, get kind of close to the wall uh, a lot of times. It's a, it's a wide surface that you can race on, which is really hard to hard to pick anything about it that, that it makes any of that wrong. Um, it was a little bit abrasive in uh, in, in the one corner, uh, probably due to the sun beating on it. And I, I would say under 
typical circumstances where they would have had a little bit more of a margin time-wise. They would have done a little bit of track prep to it to try to prevent that. But um, I, I think it was probably a good showing for them to, to get the show in. And uh, we, we haven't been blessed with great weather, of course. It's been uh, kind of up and down. Uh, Fridays have been nearly impossible. And um, just uh, all, kind of all the dramas of early in the season racing. My next question for you is uh, we had Joey Amante on earlier, and he, he said he's sick of the off season and, the, and you know, uh, being postponed. Um, are, are you getting sick of that too? I mean, do you want to go racing? Well, there, there's – it seems to be it kind of seems to be the same thing every year you know the the early in the season races can be uh exceptionally good weather days but if uh i guess if you'd be expecting that all the time that would probably be foolish so it it's pretty much appropriate uh you know a month or six weeks from now when you're really into the to the meat of it and the weather gets better you're racing so much you forget all about the uh the early in the season dramas but i i think it's just a cycle thing um, it, it's difficult, uh, especially if you haven't been able to race at all. You know, the downtime grows, but it's difficult when you have your operation, your cars, and all of your equipment kind of geared up and ready to go for a certain date, and then you're not able to uh, to use it. So those, those are all uh, probably typical frustrations, the angst and uh, anticipation to start a season and to, to kind of get rolling, um, especially if you you kind of have some new things that you want to try and improve on. So um, yeah, I think it all just kind of comes with the territory, though. Lucas, my last question for is uh, for you is uh, you have a lot of experience running PA dirt. Uh, do you have a favorite track, or you know, is there any place you, you always look forward to going to? Well, I, I mean, we run uh, we run so, so frequently at uh, you know the, the handful of tracks around here on our typical schedule, and uh, and to be fair, I've been to. A lot of places so frequently, it's hard to say that you you have a favorite. You know, you've seen them in both their their best circumstances and their worst. Um, the, I, I grew up uh, early in my career racing Williams Grove. That's a you know certainly a hallmark and a cornerstone of the area. So I've always enjoyed racing there. Port Royal's done a good job of of the, the certainly the whole per, uh, facility and the certainly the the events. They they've brought an incredible number of big events there. And in reality, that trend is uh, kind of taking over everywhere. We have more and more uh, big-paying events. At one point, when we used to look at schedules, they were you kind of would identify the five grand to win races as the good ones. Now that's become the standard. So in a lot of ways, that's a, a move certainly in the right direction. Um, Knoxville's are certainly really good. Um, everything that they do there is, is usually done pretty well and right. Um, enjoy getting there. Don't, not as often as you'd like, but it, it's nice to go there. So I, I would say that probably at the end of the day, the one that you like the best is the one that you've done well at most recently. So that's the uh, that's the kind of the racing mentality. But uh, Lucas, 2019 uh, was up there, and they said, "Well, we're going to go to, to Lincoln tonight and uh, watch a race." And we rode and rode and. Country, country, country roads, country roads. And then all of a sudden, here was this beautiful little dirt track in the middle of nowhere, and it was Lincoln Speedway. And what a show they put on that night. Yeah, well, no, there, there, there's uh, the, the, the great benefit of, of the area is there's a lot of options. Uh, we, we run two full program 410 sprint car races uh, every Saturday night here in Central PA. I think a lot of areas would be, uh, you know, striving for one. So it, it just it adds to the whole the whole um, the, the strength of the areas that we're able to do that. Of course, there's countless other tracks and facilities that are running uh, either different classes or whatever. There's a lot of options, and um, I'm, I'm always enjoying uh, the opportunity to get to, to race at any of them when I do. Lucas, let's talk about the guys that helps you keep this thing together where you can race schedule this year yeah we have great partners uh, a lot of uh, a lot of long-term partnerships with hollinger allabach racing rc5 going the orange grape brewing company and paps blue ribbon uh, a lot of other uh certainly a lot of product sponsors and and other partners that are involved through so uh good fortune and uh uh 
big appreciation to all of those guys. Lucas, uh, tell everybody where they can follow you this season. I'll pretty much be at some uh, some track somewhere every weekend. A lot of uh, a lot of races on the schedule, so it's a uh, good chance. If, if you come anywhere around here, good chance I'll be there. Lucas, we appreciate you spending time with us tonight. Yeah, right on, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on your win at Port, uh, Port Royal. Thank you. At times like this, at times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. All right, Kyle, so you're at the race shop right now. Which which smell overrides the gas, the rubber on the tire, the engine oil? Which one which one's first? Rowdy, it's been a great night. I, I, first off, I want to thank Joey Mancy. I got his name right this time. Um, I want to thank him big time for letting me come over to the shop, uh, check the place out. Um, it's awesome. Like he was saying, googly-eyed, right, right in the money when he said that. So um, it's been just awesome to be here, you know. Um, know he's going to Georgetown tomorrow. Rowdy, for me, I will be going to Big Diamond Speedway tomorrow night for their opener. Um, that's where I'm going to be headed. Um and uh, I'll be at Mahoning Valley Speedway Saturday for the Race of Champions opener, 75 laps. Um, like we, we talked to Austin earlier, some really big names. Andy Jankowiak from the Arkham Menard Series is going to be there. I know he's he's run Mahoning a few times. He's big on the Race of Champions schedule. So, Rowdy, really looking forward to this weekend. Uh, you know, good day today. Uh, the weather's been improving a little bit. I know it's going to be a little bit on the chilly side if you are headed to either place, but um, mid, mid to upper fifties is still not too bad for this time of the year. It's still early April here in, uh, Northeastern Pennsylvania. So, um, you know, big thanks to Joey. He was awesome tonight. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, kind of a last minute deal. And he, he told me and asked me to come over and I, and I certainly did. So Rowdy, thanks for running the board, um, for a little bit. Uh, just, uh, got a little lost, um, getting to his place. But, uh, other than that, uh, you know, um, it's been a been a great time, and uh, you know, good to uh, get out again. All right, Kyle, uh, I appreciate all our guests tonight: uh, Lucas Wolf, Joey, and uh, Austin. Man, great show, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rowdy. Uh, we'll do it again Monday morning, and uh, you know, we got some good things lined up for next week as well. Absolutely, Kyle. Getting wound down for the Talladega weekend, man, and after that it'll be the Darlington. I mean, our racing's just yours is start this weekend. Mine starts in a couple more weekends. Happy Easter, everyone! Let that light shine, Kyle. Thanks, Rowdy. Happy Easter. <laughs>